our God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We have the privilege of having Brother David um, Mayor. Am I doing that right? Mayor. Mayor. That's fine. That means I didn't get it right. Well, we're happy to have Brother David here, Sister Anne, and Jessica, Josue, and Johanna. Nice to have you here all the way from Europe, overseas, Switzerland. God bless you and all those that are here this morning. It's just, uh, just a wonderful time to be in the presence of God. Looking forward to the Word. Looking forward to a wonderful week. I just got one announcement before we uh, have Brother David come to the um, uh, front and minister. How many are unable to be uh, at the camp on Sunday, next Sunday morning? How many, just by lifting up your hand, give me an idea who can't be there? Okay, way high so I can just understand what we'd like to open the church and uh, have a streaming here. So for those that can't make it down there, we'd like to make it very special for you. And we've normally, uh, last few years, opened up the sanctuary and, and had the streaming here in the sanctuary. So that's what we are planning, and we'll have a deacon here uh, next week and so service will be starting 10 o'clock next Sunday morning at uh, Mount Baker Bible Way Camp so the service here will be starting also at 10 o'clock well we've got the privilege this morning to introduce to you brother David uh, and he's going to come and minister to us he's been a very uh, special friend over the years I've had the privilege to be in Switzerland where people from brothers and sisters from around the world actually have gathered to to be together to hear the word of god and without borders and it's been marvelous and the words uh that have been spoken by men of god it have been tremendously life impacting and there had to be young men that god raised up to make an event take place a lot of people say well i'd like to do something and it's always a like to do but never do but then there are men that actually like to do something, and they do it. And Brother, uh, uh, Brother Biscop will be coming to say maybe a few words. But Brother Daniel Kohlenbrenner and Brother David Mayer, they have worked together over these years now, many years. And people from all over the world have traveled to be in Switzerland. And so we're bringing a little bit of that here this morning. And I'm expecting a wonderful, uh, wonderful move of the word within our lives. Seeing what God's done in Switzerland, he's doing here. He's doing it around the world. And we feel very privileged to have you here, Brother David. And God bless you. He blessed us at camp last year, took both morning services, and we were immensely strengthened in the Lord. And this morning, I know you will be blessed. So I'm just going to ask Brother Ed if he would just come and give a greeting. Thank you while you're still standing. I just want to, <clears throat> I want to uh, welcome each of you and I want you to know that uh, this brother behind me, Brother David Mayer, we all have different gifts. His is a gift of pressure. <laughs> and because of that, we have gone, that's why I one day say to this congregation, that's why We've gone each Easter 
to Switzerland is because he starts putting on the pressure. <laughs> and he has a unique gift. We're happy to have Anne, as Brother Tom has said, and his uh, brother David's children, David Dan's children, and wel welcome you to this service. And each of uh, you that are visiting, uh, Brother John Lay, I'm glad it gets hot down in Louisiana. <laughs> it is hot here, but as, as our sister from uh, Tucson said, it's uh, not, uh, this is just lovely. <laughs> Your heat is just wonderful. Well, we, we're happy to hear that. Anyway, I just wanted to say before Brother David uh, comes to minister this morning early, I just began to ponder the Word of God and the statement that the prophet of God made in his last service, and I want to emphasize the last service, leadership. And he asks the question, Who's leading you now? So we don't want the weather to lead us. We don't want financial conditions to lead us. We don't want, uh, you know, our just our realm of fellowship to lead us. I want to say to this congregation that he who came and used a prophet in a very special way. There are many people, perhaps many more than are here, but each one that came up and they began and then he would come. He, speaking of our Lord Jesus Christ, the angel of the Lord would be at the pulpit and now our Brother Branham is not here, but the God he served is here. The God he served remains the same. And this God, friends, knows every one of you. And he knows me. I'm so glad he knows me. I'm so glad he knows you. And the word that our brother David will speak is the word that is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And so, you that have come, you've been led here somehow, some way you've been led. I want you to recognize I'm here because I've been led here. And the one who has led me knows me and knows my unique, special need. And he is here to give me the answer. I want you throughout this week to listen very closely to the meetings, to the preaching, and this morning, listen very close. Brother James, Sister Shirley, thank you for the lovely afternoon at your place and evening. We really appreciate that, Brother Murphy, for your labors of love. God bless you. Brother David, take your liberty, please. Thank you. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Amen. Good morning, saints. There's something about being in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And 
certain, certainly a great honor and privilege to be standing before the redeemed of the Lord. Amen. And I pray you will help me preach. <laughs> I'm not used to speaking English, but I'll try my best. And uh, I pray it will be a blessing for you. First of all, I want to thank Brother Tom and Brother Ed for the confidence you have. And may God richly bless them. They've been a great blessing to us every time we had them over. Not just to us personally, but for the bride on the other side of the ocean. And different continents, they have been a great, great blessing in our lives and in many, many lives. So we really want to give God the glory. Amen. Amen because God is using vessels. Amen. And we sure are happy to have vessels that's fully surrendered. Amen. So, but certainly I want to thank you personally for letting your pastor go and, and, and sharing. <laughs> and Brother Ed says, I put pressure, but they put pressure on me now. <laughs> so may God help us. Amen. But it's a great honor to be standing before the redeemed of the Lord. Amen. And uh, I hope you came up prayed up. You came here prayed up. Amen. Because you know prayer is a powerful weapon. If you didn't come prayed up, Brother Brown says you can pass right by God's blessing and not know it if you're not prayed up. Amen. So prayer is not a little something you do five minutes before entering church. Amen. We want to get a blessing out of the service. I don't want it to be just a, an ordinary service. Amen. Or camp ahead. Glory be to God. We're going to have a wonderful camp. Amen. But I don't know what tomorrow holds. Now I want my blessing. Amen. And if there's a deep calling, there's going to be a deep that will answer. Amen. Amen. And how wonderful it is. Amen. To know that, that we live in a glorious time. Just going to keep you a few moments, not long. But we know the Bible says every time Satan comes up like a flood, the Lord raises a standard. And we know through the, the, the Bible and the message how uh, the, the four horse riders, the, the white, the red, the black and the pale went forth, but God sent anointings. Amen. So there was a lion to meet a Roman age. Next was the, the, the second horse that uh, the beast that went to meet was an ox. And an ox is a beast of sacrifice. And like Brother Bram said, they went down in martyrdom during the dark ages. The third beast was the, the beast with the face of man. That was the intellectual age. The reformers, Luther, Wesley, Calvin, Knox, Finney, etc. But then he says, notice what went forth in the evening time. What time are we living in, brothers and sisters? Amen. What went forth in the evening time is an eagle. A, bro a brother cries out, an eagle. Amen. Prophetic back again. It shall be light in the evening time. So we have so much to rejoice. Amen. When we come into the house of God, we cannot have a sad face. I keep saying back uh, home and church, I like to see smiling faces. Because God gave us so much, we have so much to be happy about. Amen. So I pray this morning you're going to be happy. Because God, oh yes, arise and shine. For your glory has come. Amen. So, but what a grace it is to be living under the anointing of the eagle. When you look to the four animals, there's only one that is not earthbound. That's not a coincidence. 
We're flying out of here. Soon and very soon. Amen. I'm going to meet my Lord and Savior. Amen. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen, amen, amen. And Satan can come around and make you lots of promises. Amen. You know, he comes around, whether we're young, whether we're old, he comes around and makes lots of promises. Am I the only one he makes promises to? Help me preach now. He makes many promises. <laughs> but he has nothing to give you. Amen. Because he don't have nothing. You hear me well? He don't have nothing. Amen. What is Satan? Brother Brown says, anything contrary to the word. Amen, amen, amen. So how thankful I am for the Word of God. Amen. And the anointing that we're living under. Amen. Because God doesn't make any mistakes. God is perfect. Amen. And His plan is certainly perfect. When we look to the sun, you, we see the magnetic power, how it holds the stars, the planets, everything, the moon in place. But now what about the power of the S-O-N? Amen. Oh, he knows. His eyes are on the sparrow. His eyes are on each and every. I don't know what you're going through, but I know the one who holds everything in his hands. Amen. And he's certainly worthy of our praise. Amen. 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 Not to keep you longer, if we can take the word of God. So I bring you greetings on behalf of my wife and family and the church back home. And again, I say thank you for, for sharing, Brother Ed, Brother Ministry, and and you are precious, precious, amen. Hallelujah. Let's say the word of God in Galatians 4. Thank you. Galatians 4, verse 1. You can say amen when you're there. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, deferreth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. Verse 2, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so we, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. That's shouting material. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 1, verse 4. Ephesians 1 verse 4, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. One final Portion of the scripture, John 16, verse 28. 
Jesus is saying, I come forth from the Father, and I'm coming to the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. May God add a blessing to the reading of His Word. Let us pray. Our precious Heavenly Father, how we count it such a great honor and privilege to be in the house of God. Knowing, Father, that Your Word says there where two or three are gathered in My name, that You are amongst us. So, Father God, we don't just gather for, for a gathering, but, Lord, we come under expectation, and we gather in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing, Father, that You know what I have need of. So I pray, Lord God, may you have total liberty this morning. May you take me out of the way, Father God. Oh, hide me behind the cross, Lord, and may you use me, Father. Lord, to speak to the bride, Lord, to each and every one of us, Father. We are a needy people, but oh, you are a mighty God. So bless each and every one, Father God. And through the preaching of the word, may people be, Lord, delivered. May they be healed. May they be set free, Lord God. You're still the great God. Jehovah Father. So Lord have liberty this morning. We pray and ask these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen and amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen and, and prayer. When Brother Tom asked me to, to, to take this morning service, I was praying and Looking for searching the will of God because it's not just preach a sermon. Many good sermons can be preached, but we want to seek the will of God. Amen. Because God, He knows what you have need of. Amen. And I was thinking, and, and, and I appreciate what Brother Ed said just before about, amen, leadership. Amen. How He is leading us. Amen. And I was thinking about the great mind of God. And... and and I was reading a, a, an article, and, and it was, something was said about Einstein. I don't know how many have heard about Einstein. I, I, I presume everybody has heard about Einstein. I'm not going to preach about, about Einstein, you know, about his different theories of relativity, E equals MC squared, and so on. That's not important. But he did say one thing that caught my attention. And I like the quote. He says... I want to know God's thoughts. The rest are details. Hallelujah. I want to know God's thoughts. The rest are of none importance. Now I can have many thoughts about Brother Tom, Brother Ed, Brother John, or whoever, or even about my life, or about my family. But that's not what is important. I want to know God's thoughts about me. Hallelujah. And that's what we're going to look into this morning. Amen. To, to go into the great mind. Amen. And how thankful we can be. Amen. For the eagle anointing. God sent us a prophet messenger that could go back in the back parts of his mind. Amen. To show us who we are, what we are, why we are here. So all the rest, young people and older people, my retirement or my career or whatever, is of none importance. I'm sorry. That's easy for you to say, Brother David. No, it ain't. It's nothing but the Word of God. People are so focused. And, and we just read John 16. 
Amen. Jesus saying, I come from the Father, and I'm coming to the world again. I leave the world and go to the Father. Now listen, Brother Branham says, we come out of eternity, stepped into a little time space here, and stepped out of time back into eternity. So no matter if you have 100 years, 120, 150, let's be generous this morning, 150 years of good health and everything you can think of is nothing compared to eternity. Glory, hallelujah. So for a title this morning, I would like to take, How Precious Are Thy Thoughts Unto Me? So if you think you know better than God, you're not... You're not going to like the preaching. <laughs> but how precious are thy thoughts unto me. 1 John 3 verse 2 says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that, we know that, not intellectual knowing, but by revelation given by God Himself, we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him. Amen. For we shall see Him as He is. Amen. Now a lot of Christians today, message believers, have a problem accepting. And, and the songs were perfect. Arise. Possess your inheritance. Amen. It's there for the taking. I have to take my inheritance. You have to take your inheritance, your blessing. But I have to do the same. Each and every one we have to take, possess our blessing. And if you don't want it, I'll take yours. But many believers today have problems accepting their position. Mm -hmm. Because they look through their eyes and not through the eyes of God. So it's not a complicated message I'm going to preach this morning. I have no new message. Sorry. I've got one doctrine. That is Christ. Amen. And I'm going to preach Christ. Amen. So if you heard it before, well, give glory to God. God knows. Amen. What we have need of. Amen. So the problem is, if we look through our eyes, we're going to see all kinds of crazy things. But if you look through the eyes of God, that's what matters. That's what really matters. Amen. Romans 3 says, let God be true, but every man be a liar. So no matter what a man can say, how beautiful it can sound, let that be a lie, but God's Word be the absolute. Amen. Amen. Now, to lay a foundation. Amen. Let's continue. And I'm going to build up. So be patient with me. I'm on holiday, so. <laughs> I am, Brother Bram says, I am a believer in what God says in His Word. Now, he says, I can show you by the Bible, where God has given the authority, has given the power, but nowhere I can find where He has taken it away. Come on, bride. Hallelujah. Nowhere in the Bible I can find where God has taken it away. So, we are living under our God-given privileges. Because the power is there. Amen. But God is looking. He says we need men who is willing to stand on what God said to be the truth. 
I, I'm going to include the sister. Sorry, I'm going to add a little here. <laughs> we need men and women who's willing to stand on what God said to be the truth. That's the atmosphere we need. That's my prayer for this morning. That's the atmosphere we need. And that's why we come to church being prayed up. Because we don't want to have another church. I want another blessing. Another portion. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. So that's the atmosphere we need. And you know, everybody is a creator. We have to create the atmosphere. So I can look to Brother Ed, Brother Tom, or you can look to your neighbor, but it's up to you to create your atmosphere. Hey man, you have heard of the World Cup and the football and people, they go crazy and things like that. For a bowl. At the end of the game, they still have problems, they still have all their trouble going through. But now here, God tells us, nowhere I can find in the Word where the power has been taken away. So if you have a need this morning, He is still the same. So there's a lot to read. Oh, Brother David, you want emotions. Oh, no. I want to give glory to God. He's worthy of my praise. Listen. He needs man who's willing to stand. Stand on the Word. Peter, you know the story, Peter was in, with his disciples in the boat, and then Jesus came along. Now Peter didn't walk on water. Brother David, what are you saying? I'll make it clear to you. Matthew 4, 14, 28 says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And the Lord answered, he said, come. So Peter walked on the word. Yeah. Hallelujah. Brother Tom, last Sunday he said, we stand on the word now. So God is looking for brothers and sisters that don't look to circumstances around, but that are looking on the word of God. I don't know how high the mountain can be, how deep the water can be, but I know my Lord will never fail me. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the Word of God will never pass away. So we have to cease to listen to our own ideas. I have to decrease. He has to increase. Isaiah 55. Talking about the thoughts of God. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, save the Lord. So stop wasting your time with your thoughts and concentrate on God's thoughts for your life. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's where the greatest battle is fought. But God gave us what we have need of to be victorious. So if you feel this morning spiritually dry, do like Moses. Raise your hands and win your battle. Because with God and the Word of God, amen, there's no defeat. All the laws of gravity or no matter how many laws there can be, they don't apply when the Word 
When you live by the Word. When you walk by the Word. Amen? Hallelujah. So just raise your hands. And like Brother Branham says, you defy gravity. <laughs> I like to show Satan. Soon and very soon. Just like Enoch. I'm going to go home. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. But now... Amen. In verse 4 it says, it talks about strongholds. Now, some of our thoughts can have a very strong hold on our life. Mm -hmm. And those strongholds, they lead to complexes, frustrations, depressions, hatred, everything that's from Satan. <laughs> but now... Brother Bram says, don't listen to any reasoning, lest your crown be taken and give to another. Don't take any reasoning at all. Just believe what God said is the truth and stay with it. Not just believe one day and the next service you're down again. The word says from glory to glory. So come on, our smile should be getting bigger and bigger. The powers of testimony should be coming bigger and bigger. Come on! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. So we read Ephesians 1. According as He had chosen us in Him. Amen. There, so there's no mention about us doing something. You agree? He had chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world. Oh, talking about amazing grace. Amen, amen, amen. So why would we need to inject... My ID or somebody's ID when this is God's own ID about it. <laughs> it is that simple and though it creates so many problems <laughs> because we have our human thoughts. Mm -hmm. John 15 says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Hallelujah. That, that's for me, just this verse is enough to, to worship Him for the rest of the service. It wasn't depending on me, relying on me, on how strong, how good, how bad, or whatever. He chose me. Hallelujah to God be the glory. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. So the Bible is not a book of system. It's not a book of morals or a book of history. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is a revelation of Jesus Christ. Listen, brethren, it says, God Himself revealed from word to flesh. Ooh, hallelujah. Oh, brothers and sisters, we are living in a time where God sent His prophet messenger, a Son of God, revealing the Son. Amen. It's, hallelujah. This is a glorious time, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Then, this, if that is the revelation of Jesus Christ, and He chose us in Him, then this is the revelation of who we are. I'm not inventing anything here. I, 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 I am simple. I love simple preaching. But oh, how deep it is. Because when the bride gets a real revelation of who she is, then the rapture will take place. 
Amen. So there's something about, amen, getting the revelation, not mental, but a revelation from God. Amen. I came from God. Amen. Stepped into a little time, a little lapse of time. But I go back to eternity. Glory. Amen. 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 The message, listen, the message is not about Brother Branham. And with all respect, the message is about us. Hallelujah. Glory. Listen, talking about thoughts. That's the way he was. He was in the beginning by himself. God dwelt alone with his thoughts. He'll never do that again. Because his thoughts are being made manifest. And that's why we are right here this day. Amen. That's why we are right here this day. God fellowshipping with his thoughts being manifest. Glory. Hallelujah. Now, let's look to the thoughts of God. The deacons should open the door so Satan and all his demons can run out. You should be, I, I often quote it, you should be Satan and all his demonic powers' worst nightmare. <laughs> they ask the question, are the thoughts of God eternal? God is unchangeable in both essence and behavior. He is omniscient. Never had a new thought about anything. Oh yeah, think about it, Brother Tom. Never had a new thought about anything. Thus, the thoughts of God are eternal. And it doesn't end there. They are real. Psalm 139. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Away with all the complexes. My nose is too such, or my ears, or my hair, or my skin, or this, or that, too tall, too little. Come on! The Word of God says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My soul knoweth right well. God is not looking for jellyfish. He's not looking for jellyfish Christians. Amen. You'll never get anything by being a little jellyfish Christian. Although we live in Laodicea, we see many jellyfish. The waves bring them. Brother Branham says, and here comes a crab. And cuts them in pieces. So that's why when you feel spiritually dry, start praising God. Say, thank you Lord for my blessing. Brother David, I don't see my blessing. Give him praise in the good times and the bad times. He's worthy of the praise. He loves to be praised. We need some Christian, not jellyfish, but with a backbone that'll stand, that'll walk like Peter on the Word of God. The waves, when he looked through his eyes and with his thoughts, it was, wow, that is a big wave. Yeah. 
And that's how we look in our lives, brothers and sisters. I've been struggling with this. I had this sickness for so many years. And we look through our eyes, our thoughts. But now he says, by his stripes, I am already healed. Ask and ye shall receive. But when you look through the word of God and stand upon the word of God, not a jellyfish and loud he say, Amen, no, oh, but stand on the pure, non-adulterate word of God. Hallelujah, you're going to have the victory. Because this is the year of Jubilee. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Let's continue. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in the book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious are also thy thoughts unto me. Great is the sum of them. Listen, in the Amplified Version. For you form my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks and praise to you. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. And my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being formed in secret. And listen. And intricately and skillfully formed as if embroidered with many colors in the depths of the earth oh God is so good hey many 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 men now God had thoughts and we see no oh, the thought was eternal and it had to be expressed now we can see, we can find Moses, Jeremiah, John the Baptist, and each one of them. Brother Ed, Brother Tom, Brother John, Brother Tim, Brother David. Come on, you can put your name there. <laughs> he had chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world. Amen. And each one of these were God's eternal talks expressed in its season. But glory be to God, He chose us for the very best end. Although it's very dark, Laodicea is very dark, very cold, and even in some way a great temptation. Satan comes with many promises, but he has nothing to offer. But God comes with the eagle anointing. Amen to say how we can live a victorious life. Amen. So stop listening to the nonsense of Satan. And start obeying the word of God. And your body will have to obey the word of God. So we are God's thought expressed in its season. Now listen. That gives. Oh, I have many atomic bombs here. That's how I, I don't call them nuggets. Sorry. Because the word of God is almighty. That gives an eternal quality to the elect. You want to talk about quality? Mm -hmm. You can get away from that. Hallelujah. So even if you want to try, you can get away of the eternal quality. Because you are chosen in Him. God's elect. <laughs> 
We sung this song, Possess Your Inheritance. So that means somewhere we have an inheritance. <laughs> I preached on it back home about several services. Our inheritance. So when you receive an inheritance, a smile comes on the face. Ah, wonderful. I got your attention. <laughs> we have obtained an inheritance. Somebody has to leave you something, says Brother Branham. God, before the foundation of the world, left you something. And that's what we're looking into now this morning. What did He leave us? What did He give us? So we can walk out of here victorious. Possess our inheritance. Because this is the year of Jubilee. God, before the foundation of the world, left you something. A name written on the book that when the Lamb would be slain, you'd be recognized with it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Talking about an inheritance. That's more precious than gold. That's why God wrote my name, your name, in the Lamb's book of life. Before there was even a star, before there was an, an atom, before there was... There was nothing. But God had His plan made up. He had thoughts, eternal quality, and He expressed them. Glory! Hallelujah. Now, He sealed the book with seven seals. He seals it, but He opens it. For who? For who? Possess your inheritance. Now, God here, when talking about eternal quality, He says the picture, Brother Branham, this picture is the main thing. When was it taken? Before there was a foundation of the world. It was put in God's great file. And I don't care what they would do to you. How many trials? Hmm? Don't get quiet on me now. <laughs> I don't care what they would do with you. They cannot destroy that profile. That picture in God's great gallery up there, it cannot be destroyed because it's eternal quality. Aren't you happy God expressed His thoughts? I wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. But He said, let there be. And there is. Oh, I'm still building. <laughs> Jeremiah 29 verse 11 for I know the thoughts that I think toward you Amen. hallelujah I know the thoughts that I think toward you say the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end God gave us something. Our inheritance. He gave us. Amen. He says, Brother Ram, what is this book of redemption? This title deed. Abstract title deed. What does an abstract mean? Good question. That means 
It searched all the way back to its beginning. Before you were even formed in the womb of your mom. Yes, sir. There was a title deed. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And then he says, Amen. Its redemption means all legal possession to all that was lost by Adam and Eve. He says, Oh my! Brother Branham claps his hands together. Amen. What ought that to do to a born-again Christian? So I wonder this morning, what that ought to do to us when we hear God talking to us. No, Brother Dave. Brother Dave is nobody. But God, I'm just echoing the Word of God. Because I love to hear what God thinks of me. Don't you? Glory. You didn't become a Christian just by coincidence. You are not here, Brother Ed mentioned it. You are not here by coincidence. You can think maybe you're smart. Now be careful when you think you're smarter than God. You think you chose your chair? God knew. He knows how many hairs I have. He knows uh, my heartbeat. He knows my blood pressure. He knows, he knows everything about you. You didn't become a Christian just by coincidence. Because you become a Christian before you was in the world. In this world. Before you were born, God ordained you to be a Christian. Your mind is darkened to that now. That's why we can say, thank you Lord. Because He came to me. When I was completely in a mess. In, 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 in or maybe a religious system. Or maybe in the world. Or maybe an alcoholic. Or a drug addict. Or whatever. He came to me. Hallelujah. Do you know what predestinate means? Predestination of anything was pre-saw by God. Mm -hmm. Now, don't stumble at this word. That's what Brother Bram says. God had thoughts and the word came out. Word is a thought expressed. Amen? So God, in the beginning was life, the eternal one, and in Him was attributes. And those attributes became words. And the word became flesh. Jesus was the Redeemer, and to redeem means to bring back, just like we saw. So you see, all people, listen now, remember says, all people will never be able to see it. Because all people wasn't in the beginning in God's thoughts. Oh, Brother David, you are being so mean this morning. Am I? It's nothing but the Word of God. So, yes, some people will never see it. That's why you see a lot of people, they can hold on, hold on for years, and all of a sudden, they fall astray. How is it possible? Oh, you think you are somebody, Brother David. You think you're a favorite of God. I did have found favor in God's eyes. Just like all of us. But that's God's choosing. Not mine. And that's God's plan. Amen, 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 amen. Now He elected us before the foundation of the world. And when I was a young kid, 
I'm still young. Thank you. <laughs> like when we wanted to play soccer, we took two, two guys and we made up teams. And of course, as a kid, you want to be on the best of the, you know, the best soccer player or the best baseball player or whatever, basketball player. So you're there. I hope I'm in his team. I hope I'm in his team. But now by God's grace, it's not up to me. I hope I, I hope I, I hope I. God, by grace, chose me, chose you, in him, from before the foundation of the world. Amen. So he's worthy of all my praise. Because when I was small and I was not in a good team, well, you know, I was all down. But now, by the grace of God, I can rejoice. I can give glory to God, even when I'm in a big trial. Election looks back to foreknowledge and predestination looks to destiny. Oh, in that city where the Lamb is alive. That's my destiny. Where are you headed, brothers? I'm going home. Soon and very soon. I'm going home. It's only a matter of moments now. Amen. Israel, the time clock. Oh, yeah, and God's timepiece is right on time. So you better be in the atmosphere of the rapture. By foreknowledge, he foresaw us, knowing that he was a savior. Amen. There was no angels, no nothing, just God, Ella, Elohim, the self existent one. Nothing but him alone. He was a savior. Him was a savior. Amen. Then he continues, What's he going to save? There's nothing lost. Knowing that, he know that this great attribute in him would project something out yonder that he could save. Then when he did that, by foreknowledge, he looked down and he saw everyone that would accept it. How great is our God! That's how powerful our God is! became a Christian because I wanted to but no that's nonsense God pre-saw it from before the foundation of the world and he knew I was going to say yes Lord hallelujah and then by doing so he said to save that the only way I can do it I will become down myself and be made flesh and take the sin of man upon him and die for him amen listen that I may be the one that's worshipped do you hear me correctly that I may be the one that is worshipped so not brother so and so not brother so and so that I the Lord may be worshipped and he alone is worthy of all our praise hallelujah brother Bram says the seed gene found you what did I do <laughs> the seed gene found me hmm doesn't get any more complicated than that. But how do I react on that word? Come on now. You want a plain language? Thank you, Brother John. 
In very plain language, the true bride of Christ was in the mind of God eternally. Though not expressed until each age came forth. But thus this bride is the literal spoken word seed bride. Let there be a bride without spot or wrinkle. Brother David, you still have lots of spots and wrinkles. You're not looking through the right eyes. Your thoughts are not God's thoughts. Because God's thoughts are eternal quality. I'm not what I used to be. Maybe I'm not what I ought to be. But I'm on my way. And when I will meet Him, I will be like Him. We did not become seed by the rebirth. We were seed and therefore were reborn. For only the elect can be reborn. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. And so were you, sons of God and daughters of God. Before there even was a moon, a star or a molecule. For there's only one form of eternal life. And that was you before. That shouting material. Amen. No sickness can stand in the presence of the Almighty. If you want to talk about the eternal quality. When Jesus walked, even the demons cried. No, don't. Don't torment us. Now we saw in the Word of God that this power is still in the church. Glory. As, soon, as sure as your, your gene had to be in your father. Before your natural birth, your spiritual gene had to be in God. Because you're an expression. Glory, do you hear me? You are an expression of the attributes of his thoughts before the foundation of the world. My, 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 my. Isn't that something? The seed gene found you. What is a gene? Now I'm going to give a definition that's very complicated. There may be some doctors here or some nurses and you will understand everything. But there are some parts that are very interesting in the definition. Definition of a gene. A heredity unit controlling a particular character. What character are we talking about? Christ. Okay? This genetic element corresponds to a segment of DNA or RNA located at a specific location on a chromosome. Each region of the DNA that produces a functional RNA molecule is a gene. Woo, that's Chinese. Sorry, Brother Murphy. <laughs> Listen, the nucleus of the cell is the library, which contains all the hereditary heritage of the individual. The chromosome is a book of this library. And the gene is one page of the book. Oh, hallelujah! God, before the foundation of the world, wrote down my name in the Lamb's book of life. I am one page maybe of the book, but glory be to God. You've got your page in it. And by God's grace, the book has been opened. The seals were broken. Now I can see my name in the Lamb's book of life. Glory! Possess your inheritance. Glory! 
day since I saw my name in the book of redemption. Amen. Now I am so happy. Now I can rejoice. Amen. Give glory to God. I'm glad my name is in it, says Brother Branham. My name's written in heaven on the Lamb's book of life. Oh, hallelujah. And that's the who's who of God. Glory! Who's the biggest? Who's the greatest? Who's the richest? Who's the... I don't care about that. I want to look to God. Who's who? That's the Lamb's book of life. No one was worthy to open the book. Amen. John saw no one was worthy. But here came a bloody lamb. Hallelujah. He took the book, opened the seals thereof. In Revelation 5, say, and they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God. By the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Oh, there's a bride rising all over the world. And she walks in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory. And has made us unto our God, King and Priest. And we shall reign on the earth. Hallelujah. This is not a little happening. The angels, the cherubims, the four and twenty elders, the beasts, everything uncrowned themselves, fell down before the throne and said, Worthy art thou. John said, Everything in heaven and earth heard me hollering. Hollering! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Heard me hollering, amen, screaming, hallelujah, and praises to God. The scream went up. Why? Their names was in the book to be revealed. And the Lamb had revealed it. Not will, had revealed it. Talking about a happy time. I'm quoting the prophet. Let us rejoice and be glad. For a bride has made herself ready. What with? Nothing but the pure word of God. Talking about a happy time when the seals broke. John, which is a type of the bride. John must have looked in and seen past the curtain of time. <laughs> and said, there is John. Hallelujah. Okay, Brother David, that's very nice. John, he went beyond the curtain of time to see there's John. Okay, no problem. You know, the prophets of God, they don't make mistakes. So this message, this word is perfect. Sorry, if you don't agree with me, that's what I believe. God doesn't make mistakes. Now listen, Brother Branham... He had an experience when, where he went beyond the curtain of time. We all know the story. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, brother. Brother Brennan said, And I seen all of you over there. Now maybe you 
include yourself, but I'm sorry, I was there. He'd seen me there on the other side of the curtain. Let it be according to your faith. God gave me all I have need of. Amen for perfect faith. Now even the rapture is in you. Amen. So the rapture will just be one. Bye bye world. People can think you're crazy or that I'm crazy. I wonder who will be crazy at the end. But now, that's where we have to play our role. We have to go, if you look to Revelation, and it says, I have to go and take the little book, eat the little book, in order for me to become the little book. Now Jeremiah says, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. Now when the ministers, the men of God come every Wednesday, every, no matter what day it is, preach the word of God. How is your heart responding to the word of God? Can you say, and thy word is unto me joy and rejoicing of my heart? For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Brother Bram says, after the opening of the seals, I'm going to call you bride, Miss Jesus Christ. I'm called by His name. <laughs> now all devils out of hell can't erase your name out of there. No matter, you can, they can be lined up in front of you. By the authority of God's word, you can speak and say, You cannot erase my name out of the Lamb's book of life. So he can boast himself, he can bluff, he's a good bluffer. But you've got the power, the authority in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. And He brought unto you Christ. And you are secure with Jesus Christ. Amen. You're not standing with your own. You're standing in Him with one thing. I believe God. Only believe, Brother Bram says. Only believe all things are possible. Now only believe has nothing to do with your thoughts. But it has all to do with the Word of God. The thoughts of God. How do I respond to the Word of God? Amen. Oh, we can go through all the different examples in the Bible. But they acted upon the Word of God. Let it be done according to thy will, Lord. Not my will, but thy will be done. Then, brethren, says, why did I fear? Look at the joy that I missed. And many times we come to church services or camp meetings. And then at the end of the service or the end of the camp... Yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. Amen. No way. No way. God wants to bless us. Go above and beyond. So let's not miss your blessing. Amen. Let's not say, well, all the joy that I missed. No. Let's look at every victory I'm going to take. You don't need to take big steps. 
Don't worry. But every step where your foot, hallelujah, is yours. Satan, you're backing up. Now the predestinated is the only one that's considered in redemption. Mm. To redeem anything is to bring back to its original place. That's why God sent us a prophet messenger. To reveal the whole world. The whole word. All the parts that were left. He gathered them. And revealed them to us. Mm -hmm. What a happy people we ought to be. Now let's start acting upon the word of God. And let's be happy. And take our blessings. Amen. Oh, it's happy. Why? Oh, the sun is going to call it right back. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. I missed the beginning of that one. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Tom. Brother Brown tells a story. It makes a parallel. He talks, maybe you've heard it, about a little dewdrop. He says, I don't know too much about chemistry, but it must be the congealing of humidity or atmosphere. And when the knee gets cold and dark, it falls from the heavens and drops upon the ground. It's fell from somewhere. But the next morning, before the sun comes up, it's laying there. The little fellow, shivering, but just let the sun come up. Hallelujah. Come on now. Just let the sun come up. Glory. Watch it go to shining. It's happy. Why? The sun is going to call it right back to where it come from. And that's the way with a Christian. Hallelujah. We know when we walk into the presence of God, something in us, when we come into the house of God, something in us tells us that we come from somewhere and we're going back again by the power that's pulling us. Little bride, the sun is up. Hallelujah. It's been revealed. Now all we have to do is ripen. Ripen under the light of the S-O-N. The little dewdrop, he glistens, he shines, and he shouts. A man, that's an attribute of God, born of God, knows, hallelujah, when he comes in contact with the Son of God, he is going to be drawn up from here someday. There's no mention about maybe, 99.99% he might be. With God there's no maybe. Let there be and there is. Will there be a rapture? Oh yes. And I'm one of them. How much time do I have? When did I start? <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, Lord, help us. We know Leviticus 23.10 it speaks about 
are going to read it. Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye be come into the land which I give unto you, and ye shall reap the harvest thereof, then ye shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest unto the priest. And he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord to be accepted for you. On the morrow after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. Now, Brother Maram comes and he says, Now, did you notice? The seventh day, no, no, not the, the, the first day, what we call S-U-N day. It's not S-U-N anymore. It is the S-O-N day. The sun day. Today is the S-O-N day. Mm -hmm. That For that corn of wheat, God's first one up from the dead is to be waved over the congregation. That we are His seed. And that's the first of the seed of those that slept, waved upon the first day of the week. And he raised up, waved us goodbye. Now he continues, it's in the rising of the sun. You know, towards the end. God had quickened, us his, quickened his life, raised him up from the dead. And he was the first fruit of those that slept. The first fruit, he was the, 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 the sheaf. The first one to come to maturity. And it was waved as a memorial of thanksgiving to God. Believing that the rest, me and you, all of us, that the rest of them would come to maturity. Hallelujah. The first, he was the first son of God to come to full maturity. Oh, what a glorious lesson. He was waved over the promised seed that had promise of life. And now, to be waved again, we realize in the last day, according to Luke 17, 13, in the sun day again, S-O-N day again, in the day of the S-O-N of man that will be revealed, or waved again over the people. Brothers and sisters, this is a glorious time that we're living. Amen. As Christ was the first one to raise from all the prophets and so forth, although typed in many places, he was the first fruit of those that slept. In the bride coming of Christ, coming out of the church, there had to be a sheaf waved again in the last days. Oh my! Waving of the sheaf. What was the sheaf? The first one that come to mature. The first one that proved it was a wheat, that proved it was a sheaf. <laughs> now he says hallelujah still in the rising of the sun I'm sure you see what I'm talking about I ask you the question glory it was waved over the people and the first time they will come forth for the bride age brother David is it another age? no the bride age is in Laodicea so there's not going to be an eight age. I'm not going into there, but just to put a good foundation. He came to call us out of denomination. So I am, we are in the bride age. Although we're still in Odyssey. Mm -hmm. But now he says, Amen. Um, for the bride age, for a resurrection out of the dark denominationalism will be a message. Hallelujah. That the full maturity of the word has turned back again in its full power. Glory! That's for us. Talking about a happy time. Talking about a happy people. 
We've got lots to be happy about, brothers and sisters. Amen. So he restored. He says, I will restore, say the Lord. That means to return to the former owner. To bring back to the former estate of condition. You still following? <laughs> I, I, back home I say, when, they, when you fall asleep, just raise up, you'll wake up. <laughs> and you can be seated again. But feel free. There where the Lord is, there where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Do you know that there are some things that we have to do that God cannot do until we do it? He furnishes the energy, but we got to do the job. It becomes personal now. Redeem is not create something. Redeem is to bring back that which what was already. What has already been. So it's not complicated. Our name was put in the Lamb's book of life. And written as redeemed. Praise the Lord. Before, the, before even. Yeah, I was shaped in equity. Born in this world in sin. But even before all this happened. God wrote on this page. And he wrote next to it, Redeemed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then, what are we scared about? I ask you the question. If God tells you, next to your name it says Redeemed. What are we scared about? Brother David, will I make it? Do you think I will make it? God told me, I will make it. I've already made it. Because His Word says in Ephesians, and we read it, according as He had chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be how? That we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. The Greek lexicon calls this word without blame, amemptus. You don't know what speaks Greek here, I believe. But the French Bible uses a word that I like, which is irreproachable. Irreprochable. Irreproachable. The definition of that is honest, recommendable, reliable, conscientious, incorruptible, honest, flawless, impeccable, innocent, not guilty, authentic, sincere, perfect. Glory! The seed gene found me. That's what I'm talking about. But brother David, I don't feel like somebody holy and blameless. You're looking through your eyes and your thoughts. You know, a diamond, we can all see diamonds. And you're all diamonds. And we don't see any difference. It glitters, it shines. But now the experts, they can categorize on different types of diamonds but now a diamond there's something special because no matter what they look like on the outside listen listen carefully no matter what they look like on the outside all diamonds are made of the same perfect chemical and atomic composition inside isn't that wonderful so we can look different 
But on the inside, there's a part of God that He placed in me, in us. So let's not stop looking and, oh, you so, and I, and I want to be like you. And, and No. I want to be like Him. And He gave me all that I have need of. You were predestinated to be a son and a daughter of God. You're the virtuous bride of Christ. Washed in the blood of Christ. Glory. Listen, Christ couldn't help being what he was. <laughs> now, what about a bride? Hey, I'm very simple here, but oh, it's mighty powerful. <laughs> Christ couldn't help being what he was. And that's the same thing for predestination. It brings you right back where you were predestinated. You were in God's thoughts to give you the Holy Ghost. That's why I said God gave all we have need of. Yes. But it's up to us to use the Word of God and to live by the Word of God. Mm -hmm. How are you going to stop it? Your trials, your problems, you think that will stop the plan of God? Your thoughts, you think you will stop the plan of God? How are you going to stop it? All devils in hell, you might as well quit fussing about it because there's going to be a bride without spot or wrinkle. Glory! We ought to walk like that. Yes, sir. Satan cannot do anything about it. He has nothing to give. He lost it all. But God, He has a DOS system, a DOS. Brother Michael, are you in the somewhere? It's not a disk operating system. But it's a divine operating system. The seed gene of God found you. And it cannot fail. It's got perfect quality. Mm -hmm. Many people talk today about artificial intelligence. You know, and we upgrade and we upgrade and become smarter and smarter. I know one intelligence, and that is Christ, the head, and He's the one I want to follow. He's my guide in all things, in the good, in the bad, and in the, in the biggest storm you might be in. And you want to talk about intelligence? That's real intelligence, because before the foundation of the world, He doesn't need to change His thoughts through the ages before there was anything he thought of me he thought of you and he's worthy of my life he's worthy of my praise he's worthy of my all 
And therefore He paid the price that I can be free. Amen. So He's worthy of all glory. Amen. He was, amen, that was His purpose of coming. I'm, I'm winding up now. Amen. To bring God to man and make God and man one again. This is God's great mystery of love expressed. That God and man became one. See, the whole thing is God and man. God and man was one there, and God and man is one here. There's a uniting time going on. The wedding supper. Amen. Oh, I'm going to the wedding supper. The uniting time is here. I'm going to, to feast. It's a feast. And I have a chair. With my name on it. Uh, hey, you name it. You speak your victory. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. What is it being filled with His Spirit? Him having the preeminence. That's God's person purpose to do that. That He might be in Christ, and Christ in us, and all of us together, one. I'm winding up now, but listen. God represented Christ as the Lamb, and Himself as the Dove. When John baptized Jesus at the river of Jordan, one of the greatest events that had ever taken place. The lamb, the meekest of all creatures of the earth, and the dove, the meekest of all fowls of heaven. Now that's the only way that they could ever be united. It's the only way that the dove would ever come on the lamb. As John saw Jesus and he said, Behold, the lamb of God that taketh the sin of the world. That's when God and man became one. The dove and the lamb united together. Hallelujah. That's when heaven and earth embraced each other. That's when God was made flesh. That's when God came down from the spirit form and was made a man and dwelt among us. That's when all eternity embraced each other. That was the greatest event this world has ever seen and will see. Can we say amen to that? But I love what Brother Branham says after. Until. Hallelujah. Until Christ and the church has united together again. That's when God and man became one. Heaven and earth embraced each other and kissed each other. And settled. Listen now. And settled the same question. The same question forever. When the dog and the Lamb united together. And friend, let me tell you something. We are God's lambs. He's likened us as sheep. And He's my shepherd. My guide. Maybe some of you have heard the story. How in wars they used pigeons to send out messages. And there was one pigeon, there's a particularity, they have a quality in themselves. Where pigeons, they are completely devoted to their families. Hallelujah. 
And most have an extraordinary ability to home back to them. Now, there was one pigeon in World War I named Cher Ami, dear friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. God, he's more precious than a brother, than a sister. He's a real friend. When you are down, he's by your side. When you're in need, he's there. All you have to do is ask your friend. No, call your friend in school. Call your friend on the job. Just call on Jesus. Amen. And Cherami, he was a messenger pigeon that flew from the U.S. Army. And its courage and determination saved the lives of almost 200 soldiers. On October 4, 1918, the 308th Battalion in the 77th Division, Hallelujah. Seven church ages, seven seals. You know what the name was of that division? Liberty Division. Glory! And they were trapped in a small depression on the side of a hill behind enemy lines. Taking deadly fire out of the food and water. And they attached messages to their carrier pigeons requesting urgent support. The first two pigeons sent were shot bound by German forces. They had but one pigeon left, cher ami, dear friend. The battalion wrote on the last message which they attached to cher ami, desperately hoping that she would somehow make it through. Cher ami was also shot behind by enemy fire. She was shot in his chest by the German forces while flying across the battlefields. With a bullet in her chest, one leg hanging. That made me think of your testimony, Brother Tom. (laughs) One leg hanging by a single tendon. Jeremy flew 25 miles in 25 minutes to headquarters to deliver the message. When she arrived, she was blind in one eye, covered in blood with a bullet in the chest. And a leg literally hanging by a thread. The message she delivered saved the lives of 194 men. And Jeremy became the hero of the 77th Division, the Liberty Division. But now, that was a great thing for a little pigeon to do that. It cost his blood. His blood was on the message. But one day, it wasn't a pigeon, it was a dog. When sin had the sons of God pinned down, there was no hopes, there was nothing that they could do. All hope was gone. But there came a dog, 1900 years, 2000 years ago, born in a manger, dying on a cross. Hallelujah. But he reached heaven with the blood of his own self on the message. And he delivered the sons of God. That now we can be again sons of God and daughters of God. To live in holiness.
holiness and purity to live in His presence. Oh, I am so thankful for that dove. That dove that came down from glory, that took the message that I was in need. And He flew back to heaven with it. And it was bloody all over where the sins of the world had done but today. 29th of July 2018 that's today today I am liberated I am free I am so glad today you can be set free today you can be healed The message got there. And he got the message to us, says Brother Branham. Yes, yes, he did. He got the message to us, my friends. Telling me where I come from. Telling me where I'm going. Before I stepped into this mask, I was already in his thoughts. He told me he paid the ultimate price for me. That I can be free this morning. All the musicians come and they stand. I don't need to be a slave anymore. I don't need to be a slave. Many people they think they're happy doing all kinds of things in the world. That's what a slave is. But you heard the word this morning. Yes, we did. You can be free this morning. Brother David, you don't know my story. I don't need to know your story. What a God gave us this morning is my real story. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all day and night long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't miss Him now. Tomorrow, we can say, oh, I missed the joy. I missed my blessing. I don't want to miss it. I don't even know what tomorrow holds. Brother David, you can say it and repeat, but it's the truth. Maybe if you can play the, just play softly. He chose us in Jesus Christ. The devil, he ain't even in the race. Do you hear me, little bride? Do you hear me? Not Brother David. God tells us this morning, Satan ain't even in the race. Satan and all his demons cannot erase my name. Hallelujah. His thoughts so precious unto me how I'm going to make it brother David you've already made it Christ paid the price for me hallelujah you wasn't born for this world you was created in the image of God to be what? to be a son and a daughter of God I'm no longer a slave to fear. 
I am a child of God. It's about time we, we believe the Word of God and take Him at His Word. Not jellyfish. Christians with a backbone. I know my Redeemer liveth. The message got home. I am liberated. I am free. God send us the eagle anointing for that. How thankful we can be. Ryan is playing the song. Maybe some of you know it. The title is No Longer a Slave. While preparing for the service, a song came on my heart. I don't know if they can put on the words. The words are very simple. But though profound, if you by faith, this morning, before camp, say, I am no longer a slave. I am a son of God. I am a child of God. Brother Branham says, just try. Try. Only once. And you'll see how powerful God is. I believe you're under great expectation for camp. So am I. But this morning, now, is my moment. I don't want to be a slave any longer. Because I'm a child of the King of Kings. I've been struggling with complexes, with many things for years, with a sickness. But God told me this morning, He put something in me of eternal quality. And Satan cannot change it. But now you've got the authority to speak the word. Talk to our dear friend Jesus. Call him on the scene. And let him maybe you've been trying to do for years the woman at the well she came she was trying and trying and trying stop trying just take God at his word only believe all things are possible Robert Ryan if you can sing that song those who know you can join in but let's give glory to the Lamb of God John saw himself there What a happy time it was. But this morning, what a happy time it is. He's seen me there. And I'm no longer a slave. The price been paid. The debt's been paid. He sees me perfect through the bloodline. Oh, I'm a child.
let the brother sing, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Then let the sister say, I'm a child of God. And then we'll just reverse it because it's a good to confess. What you've heard now, put that confession on your lips. Brothers, I'm no longer
Lord, I pray you'll reach out to the redeemable this morning, that they can say within themselves, I'm no longer a captive, I'm no longer held by it, I'm a son of the King. What a message we heard this morning, Lord. God, I just pray that the wings of a dove would come down. Lord Jesus, and give us this reality of this message that we've heard. We love you with a great love. We rejoice in your goodness. We thank you for what we've heard. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Second, as Brother David was speaking and of the scripture, of course, that he opened up with in Psalms. 139, 17, how precious are thy thoughts unto me, O God. That's wonderful. And we heard a tremendous message this morning. But the psalm goes on to say, O God, how great is the sum of them. And I thought, how perfect was the message this morning. Not just that we knew the thought of God, but he brought us into the sum of it. I'm getting ready to leave in a twinkling of an eye. We don't know if there's going to be an end to camp, but we're going to come into camp a free people, a liberated people by the Word of God. We're not coming in bound, saints of God. We can come in the first service rejoicing, pulling on the Word of God, letting God have His free course, letting the supernatural take place, and letting the Word have its effect within all of our hearts. We're looking forward to it. I want to thank Brother David Mayer this morning for yielding himself. Amen. God bless I believe we can rejoice in the house of God in a, in a marvelous and a holy way. And I don't want to deter it by any stretch of the imagination. But there, the, the sports world has a crazy term when they play baseball. It's called a no-hitter. That's where the, the team, the opposite team, doesn't get a hit. They struck out every time. And I want to say Satan struck out every time this morning. Amen. And you know, the people, they go crazy over their little ball games. But I was thrilled this morning to see the word after word after word. And they were home run after home run after home run. And we can rejoice. We can rejoice in the goodness of God. And how it comes into our address. We can say, Satan, you're exposed there. You're exposed there. You're exposed there. Brother Bram said you can see their faces when Satan's exposed. And when he's exposed, he's got to go. And I believe the Holy Spirit came in a special way this morning. Exposing the enemy. So that you could go into a camp free. Not just in camp, but this morning. Free. Free. How great is our God this morning. Can we just sing that before we go? Because then it's, then the day's over. So let's just rejoice in what, how God... And, and if God did something for you, I want you not just to be a song, I want it to be a proclamation. How great, how very great is my God. The splendor of... 
some of it this morning and it's so marvelous so Lord those that have joined with us they've traveled over the summer holidays 
coming to camp. We just pray, Lord, that this is just the beginning of a wonderful, wonderful week. We thank you for Brother David, for his consecration, his dedication, for his family and their support to the man of God. We pray, Lord, that you will strengthen him. May this be a blessed week of fellowship around the Word of God for everyone, every daddy that will be a counselor, every mother that has sacrificed, those that will labor behind the scenes, maybe unseen by us all, but you see them, Lord. May it be a blessed week, Lord, as our pastor these many years had a vision for our family, to bring our family closer, to see this church grow closer together in one, heart to heart, shoulder to shoulder, that we caught that one vision, that one burden, and that one harmony. Father, I pray you'll be with your people as now they prepare to go many things to get ready. But Lord, may this word linger within the hearts of your children, the presence of God that's here now. May it continue with us, Lord, as we drive down the road, marveling at the grace of God, that God, rich in mercy, called the likes of us. Bless your people now as they go their way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Greet one another. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. God be with you.